you know, our partner or best friend, a family member, anyone who we care and love so much, we let ourselves get lost in the process. You know, lost in a way that when that person leaves, we don't know who we are anymore. Hey, it's Dee and this is Canvas in My Head by Dee Cantor, a podcast of decluttering consciousness. In here, I talk about my learnings, ideas, and thoughts about mental health awareness and wellness through intentional living. These are the insights that I value and I'm hoping that this podcast with each episode will add value to you as well. Hello, hello. It's been two weeks since the last episode and I'm so excited to be back. So I went on a beach vacation and a writing boot camp last two weeks ago and took the time to recharge and recalibrate with my goals and my creative pursuits. By the way, did you know that the date that this will be uploaded is the sixth month of this podcast's existence? Yes, time flies so quickly when you really enjoy what you're doing, right? This is something that I take pride on, really. You know, on my first episode, I talked about how I delayed pursuing podcasting, right? All the self-doubts, imposter syndrome, being a perfectionist and all that. But here we are today, six months strong. And before we know it, it's going to be our first year on air or even more so a decade. Wow, super exciting. Time's ahead, right? Just to also share with you because of your support and because of the recent recharging I did, I was thinking about ways and how we can level up our podcast. I, for one, would really love to learn from and with you and from different people and mentors, you know, about their experiences and stories. And I want that to also be accessible to a wider audience, you know, to you, to my listeners. So if you're new to the show, by the way, my name is Dee and I'm a mental health and intentional living advocate. And this podcast, Convos in My Head by Dee Cantor, is a passion project, you know, an avenue where I promote and raise awareness of what I'm fighting for and journeying on. So welcome, welcome and thank you so much for your presence. So as I was saying earlier, one of the things I'm studying and working on is conducting a podcast interview with people who are also an advocate of mental health awareness and intentional living. You know, the ones who are willing to share their stories for us to learn together and the ones who have a message, you know, to tell the world to put an end to the stigma and misconceptions about mental health and intentional living. I feel like I'm so pumped up and you can hear it on my voice, hopefully, and I know that you are too. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your support. All right, so on our sixth month birthday episode, let's talk about something extremely difficult, maybe being avoided, but yet massively crucial on our mental health, wellness, and self-care too. It's setting up emotional boundaries and limits. Are you ready? Okay, let's do this. Let me ask you this though. Here's the questions again. All right, so when was the last time you talked to someone about something you're really into and felt so much vibe afterwards? Who is that person? Can you recall? How about this one? 
when was the last time you talked to someone about something you're really into and felt so much drained afterwards? Who is that person? Can you recall? Same question, different impact, right? You see, I have come to understand that there are two types of people. One, battery people. Two, vacuum people. What are you talking about, D? you may ask? Well, battery people are the people that when you surround yourself with or talk to, you are energized and pumped up. You know, you are encouraged and enabled. Whilst vacuum people are the complete opposite. They are the people that when you talk to, you're mentally and emotionally drained. I'm sure some names or faces are starting to come up in your head, but stay with me here, okay? This may be funny, but this needs a serious attention. Now that we have an idea and have identified who these people are, the question would be, why are we letting the vacuum people suck our mental and emotional energy though? I'll give you an obvious answer. Unset boundaries. Alright, here's the common scenario. Most often, when we care or love someone so much, it could be, you know, our partner or best friend, a family member, anyone who we care and love so much, we let ourselves get lost in the process. You know, lost in a way that when that person leaves, we don't know who we are anymore. You see, not because we care about and love someone, we have to let them step all over us or intrude. Giving up ourselves for relationships are the common issue. It's the common cause of emptiness syndrome. You know, we didn't set boundaries with other people. Or wait, before we actually talk about boundaries with other people, let's look at ourselves first. Have we truly identified our boundaries and limits with ourselves though you know the more you spend time with yourself the more you know yourself the more you are aware of who you are and the more you show up for yourself then the more you can show up for other people too on my previous episodes i pretty much talked about reframing courage regaining self-worth embracing self-care and accepting yourself You can give a listen to them when you have the time. So again, I understand that it's easy to get caught up in the situations and emotions of those we care about. So we might also need to establish some emotional boundaries and limits. You know, according to author Gil Hassan, emotional boundaries are the limits of your emotional abilities, involvement in relation to other people's emotional needs and demands. It's concerned with the extent that you can feel and do for someone else. You know, having emotional boundaries shields us or protects us from being caught up in overly involved or manipulated by other people's emotions and problems from accepting blame or responsibility for how someone else feels they help you avoid for example feeling responsible to make up for someone's disappointments soothe their anger or make them happy Let me give you two exhibits exhibit a when your partner is having difficult time at work It's easy to be affected by their stress and frustration. 
right? Exhibit B, when a friend or a mentee is going through personal issues at home or relationships, you can get caught up in their stories about how they felt mistreated, invalidated, or how the people around them are being unfair, right? You see, getting caught up in their situation can cause those emotions to be stirred up in yourself, especially if you relate to the situations you're talking about. And if you're currently struggling with something in your own life, now is not the time to take on someone else's emotions. It depletes the time and energy you need for yourself right now. Most of the time, you need to put yourself first before putting other people first. Because if we don't, it's not sustainable at all. You know, we'll end up empty and stuck and burnt out. You may be asking, is this being selfish? No, not at all. Remember, we cannot be fully present and give our 100% to others if we do not have that for ourselves. Establishing and maintaining emotional boundaries is not about completely turning away from someone. You know, you can still understand and sympathize with what's happening for them and how they feel. You just don't have to perform some sort of, you know, emotional rescue because most of the time that's what we're doing. We'll have to ask ourselves and define how do we take care of ourselves? How do we avoid getting caught up in this emotional rescues? Let me share with you some tips that is working for me. Not all of this may also work for you, but you can pick some and try them for you to use. So let's start. Number one, recognize when our emotional boundaries are weak. As an example, you are on a vacation or chill mode, but because a friend or a family member phoned you to tell you how they feel invalidated and mistreated, you dropped your quality rest to be heavily involved, you know, emotionally in their problems. I always say that all feelings are valid and I know that we want to be of help as much as we can, but we still can do so by not becoming overly involved, right? Number two, get very clear and communicate it. So you have to decide what you want in a relationship. What would that relationship look like? You know, how do you want to feel in that relationship? What are you willing and unwilling to accept in terms of other people's emotional needs, demands, and behavior? You need to know how far is too far. And once you have defined all this and more, you have to communicate it with the person involved. Of course, you want to reach out and support others, but there have to be limits. It doesn't mean that you should isolate or cut yourself off. But if you don't know what your limits are, how do you know if you're being helpful or interfering or just being a doormat? And number three, stay firm you know the key here is to be self-aware remember having emotional boundaries is self-care emotional boundaries protect our well-being so i'm gonna end this with a story um, of what happened because this happened to me just recently a family member called me to tell me the growing war between her and her neighbor which is apparently an extended family member as well I do not have any plan to answer the call because number one, I have a phone call anxiety and number two, I am reading a book. However, instead of declining the call, I did the exact opposite. Can you imagine how panicky I was at the time? But anyways, so I answered and she told me this, that, blah, blah. 
Then I interrupted her. I said, so sorry to interrupt and so sorry to hear that it's not going well between you two. But I am in the middle of a vacation right now and I'm actually reading a book when you called. And um, to be honest, I want this vacation, this time off to be perfect. And you know I love you, but can we please talk about this some other time? Because I won't be able to fully listen. I won't be able to fully present for you right now. And I don't want to be unfair to you. I'm really sorry for how you feel. And I'm sorry that I cannot be fully present for you today. Is it okay that we talk about this next time? And then she was like, Oh no, I'm sorry, I didn't know. Sure, we'll catch up later. Sorry and enjoy your vacation. Love you too. Bye. So I'm going to say this again. I think I've said this in every episode we have. It's simple, but it's not easy, right? Just a quick round down of the tips. We have recognize when our emotional boundaries are weak. Get very clear and communicate it. And stay firm. Alright, so there goes our 18th episode. And before I let you go, let me leave you with this question as usual. What can you do today to declutter your mind? This has been Convos in My Head by D. Cantor. Bye. Thank you. If you found value in this episode, please don't forget to rate it or leave me a message through anchor.fm slash heydesi. I would love to hear your thoughts and feedback, and with your permission, I may also include your voice message in my future episodes. Also, I do my uploads every Thursday, so make sure to subscribe or follow so you won't miss any future episodes. And if you're new to the podcast, when you have the chance, feel free to listen to my previous episodes as well. To see my passion projects or to connect and collaborate with me, head over to the link on the description. Again, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for spending your precious time with me today. This is Canvas in My Head by D. Ken Moore.